What's up, guys, and welcome back to more wine, please, with your girl, Amber Mack. Yes, it is me. It is she. I am back. I am so sorry that I took a break last week. I had an idea in my head. I wanted to execute something, and here I am. And if you guys are listening to this podcast, you guys will soon see what it is that I'm executing at this very moment right now, as we talk right now. So, um, yeah, so my apologies um, for being late to the party last week and not posting. Hey, but at least I could have not posted. I mean, I didn't post, but at least I'm coming back this week. So it's like I'm bringing roses as an apology because I think this week's topic is going to be very interesting. I'm actually very anxious to talk about it. I went back and forth. Um, but before I even jump into that, I just want to say thank you to everybody who is always supportive of me, everybody who is constantly um, supporting my work, supporting what I do, listening to my podcast. You guys know that I never start a podcast without thanking the people who truly matter the most to me. So I definitely, definitely appreciate each of you who take the time to listen every week and who are disappointed when I don't post. That right there, it keeps me going. That is what keeps my drive going. So I don't ever want to disappoint or, you know, not be there for the crew, for my wine, please, crew, okay? So, yeah, so thank you guys every week for tuning in. Thank you guys for constantly supporting me and pushing me and challenging me. I do um, need to get better with being a little bit more interactive with my podcast on my Instagram, but that is the point of this right here. So, yes, so I got my wine. I've already started. Yes, it's it's, it's for, for my listeners. It is in a Christmas class. Um, listen. You got to get in where you fit in. Sometimes I don't like the big, tall wine glass, so sometimes I just like to use my... Listen, I'm ghetto when it comes to wine, okay? I will drink it out of anything. I usually... Y'all lucky I ain't got my Harry Potter cup today because I usually drink my wine out my Harry Potter cup, so for me to be drinking it out of my Christmas class, I'm just getting ready for the fucking holidays, okay? Because we are ready for Christmas. We are ready, Okay ready for everything holiday related but that's neither here nor there I'm drinking probably I'm drinking Pinot Grigio so I know that I don't talk about wine a lot on my podcast even though it's called more wine please I do want to start incorporating more wine different wines I definitely have been trying different wines so I want to start including that in my podcast um but yes I um I am probably drinking a cheap bottle of Prini Grigio, but the cheap ones do the job just like the fat, the normal ones. So let me get adjusted. Let me get comfortable because this subject today has really been on my heart. So this subject has been on my heart. I have been wanting to talk about it. I've toyed with the idea of talking about it. I toyed idea with. I toyed with the idea of going back and forth because I don't ever want to put anything on any of my platforms. That could be offensive to anybody. That's not why I'm here. That's not why I do what I do. I'm very empowering. I'm very all about making sure that I am empowering people. That is what you do. That is what you do. That is what my goal as a content creator is to continuously always be empowering people. So when I'm not doing that or feel like I'm not doing that, I feel like I'm kind of out of balance with what I'm set to do, if that makes sense. But... 
after further consideration and talking to people that I love and care about and trust, I just said, hey, we're going to talk about it. Let's let's talk about it. Let's have the conversation. So um, let me take a sip of my wine before I even start. <laughs> so as you guys know, I think it was last week, Dave Chappelle came out with his Netflix comedy special. Um, it was called Dave Chappelle, The Closer. And so he came out with that. And it has sparked some controversy. It has sparked conversation. The people are mad. Do you hear me? We, they are mad. I'm not going to say that they're, anybody's wrong or right for their stance because everybody has an opinion, which everybody is entitled to their own opinion. But I will say that it has definitely sparked a lot of conversation. When I first, I didn't even know Dave Chappelle had dropped a, um, a comedy special until um, I heard that he had made a comment about the baby, and then I started seeing it on Shade Room, and then I started seeing it on Twitter. Da, 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 da. So you, I only saw that part, and then I was just like, okay, well, what's he talking about? What what, what is the whole thing about? And I've watched Dave Chappelle specials. I think Dave Chappelle is funny as hell. So I was just like, okay, we're not doing anything. It's what. I don't know what day it was, but I'm like, fuck it, let's watch it. And I watched the whole thing. And before I sat down today, I wanted, I watched it again. Because I didn't want to be ignorant in my opinion. I knew how I felt the first time that I watched it. And I didn't want to be ignorant in my opinion again. So I said, hmm, let me watch it again so that when I'm coming with what I have to say, I have watched it thoroughly and I have a clear understanding of exactly what he was trying to convey in his um, stand-up comedy. So I, I did some research as well. I, I, I'm a researcher, so I went to Twitter, I went to YouTube, I watched videos. I just kind of want wanted to get an overall stance about, I kind of wanted to check the temperature and read the room. And it seems like a lot of people are really, really pissed off about this um, stand-up comedy. I mean, Dave Chappelle has somehow figured out a way to shake the room and piss everybody off with a one-hour special. How you can manage to piss a whole community off that quickly baffles me. Um, but he has managed to do that. And like we all know, Dave Chappelle doesn't too much give a shit about cancel culture. He doesn't really care. He doesn't care if he's canceled. He doesn't care how many people like him, don't like him, what they say on Twitter, what they don't. And although you do have to be mindful of people's feelings and people's emotions when you're talking about certain subjects, I will say that's one of the things that I respect, because if you're going to say something, you're going to do something, you should stand in that. And I think that he has shown time and time again that he stands in what he says, right, wrong or indifferent. And I think that if you're going, like I just said, if you're going to stand in something, you should 100 percent stand confidently and comfortably in that. And then if if there's backlash or if something happens, you cannot be mad at the world for reacting the way that they're reacting, because at this point, Everybody's entitled, you know? Um, so I wanted to talk about it because 
I'm hearing a lot. I'm very open minded. And I want to preface this by saying I have no judgment towards anyone. Whatever you choose to do in your life is what you choose to do. Whatever your decisions are are your decisions, whatever your sexuality, um, your choices that you make, any of those things are on you. You have to live your life and you have to live for you. The way that I feel very strongly about abortion rights, um, other communities are allowed to feel strongly about their rights as well. And I support that and I definitely feel like everybody should comfortably have that right. But as we all know, we live in America. So it's not always that simple, that cut and dry. It's not always that easy. It's very one-sided. And I think from my interpretation, if you have not watched the special, I I would, it would be in your best interest to go watch it after you listen to this podcast, because then maybe you'll understand a little bit of what I'm talking about. I think nowadays, there's a couple of points that I want to make. One, it is a comedy special. So comedians have been known for decades. I mean, Richard Pryor, all the late greats up until now. Comedians have always been known to talk about taboo and uncomfortable subjects as an art form and make it funny and make it relatable. And they may say some cringy things or things that you're not a fan of, but they're, they're saying it in a way where it's just like, you know that you've probably thought that same thing and have felt that same thing, but you're not, you don't have enough balls to say it out loud. So comedians have then gained the, the balls to be able to speak on certain things out loud, such as Dave Chappelle. Dave Chappelle is not the first comedian. He won't be the last comedian to piss people off or to say something offensive. It's really been the art form, and it's been what comedy has been for years. Um, so this outrage that I'm seeing, although I do understand Um, In watching it, I can understand where he might have offended some people and where some things were like, "Ooh, that was that was a gut punch. Okay, that was a little uncomfortable. Okay, Um, but there were some things that he said that kind of were were inappropriate or were like, damn, but it, it was funny at the same time. And so we live in a society where everybody is so sensitive that they forgot that comedians have been doing this same song and dance for years, have been doing this. Basically, comedians get on stage and talk shit about how we feel and we find it funny because that's what comedy is. That is why you go to comedy shows. That's why you watch comedies. Cat Williams, everybody. Cat Williams has said a lot of crazy shit. It doesn't take away from the art form and it doesn't take away from the fact that his stuff is actually funny. And I think that we've strayed so far from that um, and have become so sensitive as a culture That it makes it so that you can't say anything about anybody without somebody getting pissed off. Um, The comment he made about DaBaby, because I'm pretty sure everybody saw that. So I'll lead with that. He said said some other stuff. Um, But the comment that he made about DaBaby, it wasn't that he was... 
let me preface. I feel like I have to preface a lot of stuff because it is such a sensitive society. And that is why I was so hesitant about talking about this because I didn't want to offend. I didn't want to do any of that. But I just feel like why should I have to silence my opinion if this is an art form? So what the baby said on stage at that festival was very, if any, if you, you can ask any of my friends, I always said, okay, what was the point of him saying that? It was mad out of pocket. It was pointless. Like, why is he saying that? Like, it didn't make any sense to me, right? And in him saying that, he pissed people off. I understood that because I'm just like, okay. He was a little off. He 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 took it to a, a level didn't have to go to. You're at a concert. You're performing your songs. The comments you're making didn't really have shit to do with what you were talking about. I was more so mad because I'm like, well, what did that have to do with what the hell? Like, you can't be mad at people being pissed when you said something that honestly didn't need. It never needed to be said. It was like, what? Huh? Like I was just like, huh? So then they take it further, and this man, and I'm a DaBaby fan, okay? And I like his music. Um, Very good music to work out to. Very good music to get your day going. And I still listen to him, his old stuff. Um, But people were really, the the group was the LBGTQ plus community. I I was scared to say that because I don't want to say it wrong sometimes, the letters. I get mixed up in my words when I'm saying it, so I didn't want to say it wrong and be insensitive. Um, so I hope I got that right. But um, the community got really upset with him, as I could kind of see. You're talking about AIDS. You're, you're going to a whole nother level. It just wasn't necessary. So Dave Chappelle talks about it in his, in his stand-up. The point Dave Chappelle was trying to make, and I think the point of the entire thing was not a matter of being homosexual. It was not a matter of being a transgender. Transgender. I think it was a matter of race. I What I took from his stand-up was that we're treating other communities better than we treat black people, and we're also fighting the same fight that they're fighting, which is for equality. And that umbrella <laughs> is, is what people missed to me. I think... The community and people are so mad at what he said. It's because of maybe how he said it and points that he used to try to make sense of what he was saying. But if you really, and that's why I said, if you have not watched it, I definitely would tell you to go watch it. But if you really sit down and listen to what he's saying, (laughs) it's not a matter of hating anybody or not wanting to everybody to have equality I think the matter was like what he said with the baby so he shot somebody in Walmart <clears throat> granted there was some parts missing the baby shot somebody in Walmart it was for self-defense he was with his family he was attacked charges got dropped that was the idea <clears throat> I think what he was trying to say was so the baby is allowed to shoot another black man in Walmart and his career is fine. But if he hurts the feelings of somebody from an LGBTQ plus community, then then it's all hell breaks loose and there's so much outrage. And I think what Dave where Dave Chappelle was trying to get our minds to go was why is it okay for black people to die 
at the hands of whatever it is. But the minute we just something is said to make someone uncomfortable to hurt somebody's feelings. Now, cancel culture comes in. Now you're canceled. Now you don't have a career. Now you're not getting booked for festivals. Now no one's fucking with you. I think that was the idea. And I think social media likes to have things lost in translation. And and that's one of the important things about social media is that we have so much access to so many different online and web platforms that everything gets lost in translation. I always use that term, lost in translation, but it's true. Was what the baby said right? No. But I don't I, I don't think that it was right. I don't think it was on brand and I don't think that it was necessary. I think he could have ended his show and done without all the extra bullshit that he said. I do think that Dave Chappelle's point was so he can kill a black man in Walmart and it's OK, but he can't offend someone from this community. And we all have to rally behind that. But no one rallies behind black people when there is any type of injustice So I think, and then like I said, that cancel culture comes in and that's what makes it toxic because cancel culture has now heard half the people that have opinions online have not thoroughly sat down and watched it. Like I said, I watched it twice and I made a point to sit down and watch it before I recorded this podcast because I in no way, shape or form wanted to come off ignorant and misinterpret, but I wanted to make sure that I had the same feelings that I had when I first watched it, when I first heard about all of it. I wanted to make sure that I had the same feeling again. I wanted to make sure that my thought process wasn't necessarily wrong. I wanted to make sure that what I was saying and what I was conveying was correct. And in my mind, it kind of was. I, I, I didn't feel any different the second go-around that I did the first go-around. And I think I actually understood more the second go-around that I watched it because I was actually paying attention to what was being said. I was paying attention to the jokes that he was making and why he was making them and the point that he was trying to make. I think I was more attentive to the political side of it versus the fan side. But on both sides, I still understood and felt the exact same after watching it both times. So I think people just didn't quite, I'm not going to say understand, because there's too much information out here. There's too many ways to understand and gather information where you can still continue to sit and be ignorant to things. I do, however, think that when you're not a fan of whatever the subject matter is, you choose to either tune out the real point. It's just like getting into an argument with your friends or your significant other. You're not going to fully, if you're in a heated argument or heated discussion, you're never going to fully understand the other person's side. You're going to pick and choose what you want to hear because you don't want to even agree. You don't, you want to be right. You want to be understood. You don't want to agree. So you're going to pick and choose what you want to understand and what you want to take out of the conversation. And that's what's happening. And that's what happens online. And that's what happens in cancel culture. And it makes it so that people are afraid to say how they really feel. It makes people afraid to take a stance on something that's opposing of the popular opinion. It makes people afraid. Um, so the transgender community is, is very, feels very, very strongly about what he said. 
I'm not saying how he said what he said was right, wrong, or indifferent. Again, I think the point of what he was trying to say was that everybody is in the same boat fighting for the same thing, but the treatment is way different. Um, And to an extent, he has a point. Black people, black women, black men are all, we're, we're, we're one group. You have your LGB, LGBTQ plus community. Again, if I said that wrong, I apologize. That are all fighting. And essentially, if you put the two groups next to each other, we are fighting for the exact same thing. A trans woman, a transgender woman or man is fighting for equality about their sex and what they choose to be. Just like a black woman is fighting for the right to get paid because she is a woman. Um, And this is where it gets tricky because I am a black woman and I'm just black. So (laughs) I see how my people are treated and I see how much we fight we march we fight we and they march and they fight but their struggles on both sides but it seems like their struggle is more put on a pedestal than ours and I think that's where he was going with that so I don't 100% see the issue and what he said. Then again, there's always ways to say things, but he's a comedian. Going back to that, that's the art of, that is the art of comedy. It's being able to be taboo and talk about uncomfortable subjects and talk about things that people don't want to talk about, but make it funny. I'm going to make it funny, but make people think. And that's what he's doing. And I read a lot of people that don't have an issue with his special at all. Um, I think a lot of minorities, um, when it comes to race, weren't really, and even some minorities are treated better than others. I mean, let's just call it what it is. The Asian hate crimes that happened were terrible. I don't like any hate crime. I don't like it on black people. I don't like it on white people. I don't like it on Asians, Indians. I don't think any hate crime is acceptable. I think that is 100% wrong. If you hate somebody, go hate in a closet by yourself. But don't bring harm onto people and their loved ones. But I always found it interesting that Asians were able to get a bill signed for their rights and their protection. And black people have been fighting again for a long time, have been fighting for years to get that same protection. Transgender men and women are fighting for their right to say, to use their pronouns that go best with their lives. And that's perfectly fine because what you choose to do in your personal life and what I choose to do in my personal life isn't the same thing. But those rights seem more protected than the rights of, say, a woman that is born a woman and and she doesn't have the right to say if she wants to have a child or not. Her right to bear children is taken away now. So the argument is not is being a transgender um, right or wrong 
Is being homosexual right or wrong? Is being black right or wrong? It, that's not the argument. The deeper argument is, is that everybody from all opposing sides are just fighting for equality. But it always seems like black people and brown people, minorities of darker skin tone, are always fighting 10 times harder. And we're having to fight. And no bill was passed for our, for our rights during um, when George Floyd passed. I mean, was killed. Excuse me. Wasn't he didn't pass. He was killed and murdered. We didn't get a right. We didn't. We got statues up and we got grounds painted and streets named. But we didn't get a legislative bill passed that protects black people. The police haven't been defunded. The things that we're fighting for. And I'm not saying that their fight is any less harder than ours. I think we're all fighting the same fight. But I do think that killing a black person doesn't fall in the same caliber as making um, a person from a certain community upset. And in the, so, in the media, because I have friends who are um, in the LGBTQ plus community. I have friends that are part of that community and I love them to death and I respect them and I respect their opinions. And before I came on here, I asked one of them, like, how do you feel? Are you, you know, what's your perspective? I don't want to offend you. And it's not about offending and it's not about, I think we have to get out of being so sensitive. I think we have to get out of not wanting to have the uncomfortable conversations because I think we're never going to be able to move past these barriers if we do not have uncomfortable conversations. I think people do have to become offended to understand exactly what's going on. I think you do have to sit in a room and compare differences and realize that we're all really fighting the same fight at the end of the day. We're all really in the same boat. So it's like there's a big boat of equality with different types of people fighting for equality, but then the people who are fighting for equality aren't equal with each other. So then that makes it so that equality is essentially inevitable because we all can't even be as fighters. We can't even understand each other. And it's always the idea that black people are whining and, you know, we just expect things. I just think that we've been fighting for a very long time and it gets to a point where you're kind of just tired. Um, that the LGBTQ community, I commend them. They are strong. They have made strides that we, as a black community, are struggling to make. Black people still fight within each other. We have to get each other right before we can get other people to think that we're right. But I think all that comes from frustration and ignorance and lack of resources and lack of understanding. I think there's a whole bunch of tears that fall under that. But I do 100% feel like we are still at the bottom of the barrel when it comes to fighting for equality. 
I think that black women, I think black men get it the worst, but I also think that black women get it the worst too. I think that nobody is as outraged when a black woman goes missing that they than they are if a white woman were to go missing. And this isn't to be offensive. This isn't to hurt anybody's feelings. It's speaking facts. It's going on the news and watching the news and understanding that this is the world that we live in. So people are really outraged by this hour-long comedy. But if you dig deep and you really look and you understand, he, he made some points. He really did make some points. We don't have a parade. We just got Juneteenth. After all these years, we're just getting Juneteenth. Do you see the correlation there? Pride is a big thing. They did that. They get brands on board, collaborations, parades, everything. Juneteenth, you don't see nothing about Juneteenth. You rarely, I mean, you see some stuff about Black History Month, but is it even genuine because of what everything that happened last year? So it makes you wonder, come this February roll around, how in tune are people going to be to um, African Americans in their struggles and their needs because it's not a hot button at the moment. Last year, between COVID and Black Lives Matter and George Floyd and um, the young lady who was killed, all the names, so many names, not, I can't think of them all at once. But um, that was a hot button. So then brands were trying to be more inclusive. We're including, we're, we're inclusive, we're doing da-da-da-da-da. Now, you don't hear those conversations. Those conversations have fizzled. We went from putting black squares on our Instagram to now we're back to the normally scheduled programming where we're seeing every other Instagram model's ass out. <laughs> Or whatever celebrities are on a yacht today or buying a Birkin or buying a car. We're starting to see those things over again. So those conversations are not as strong as they were once then. So it has me wondering. It has me strongly wondering if by next February for Black History Month, is it going to be the same energy? Is it going to be the same thing, same feelings put into it as it was last year? So to reel it back in again, because I feel like you have to repeat yourself a lot these days because people pick and choose what they want out of the conversation. I have nothing against anybody. I love all walks of life. I wish nothing but the best for any good person, no matter if your pronouns are they or them, or if you are black, or if you're Latino, or if you have... um, If you're married to another woman or married to another man, it doesn't make me any different. However, I do want the conversation of equality and who's truly getting equality in this country to be more of a conversation than people getting mad because someone said something that wasn't so nice. Because there's a lot of things that people don't say that's nice to black people and to my people that we have to continuously look past and hold our head up and that's just facts I just read an article that was talking about black fishing 
where we others are able to profit off of us <laughs> off of our culture our look our demeanor our sound our vibe people are able to profit off of that but we're not equal and if someone says something disrespectful to me in public and I react I'm ghetto I'm an angry black woman. I'm X, Y, and Z. But if someone else from a different community did that, they're brave. They're strong. I just think that there is a large portion of unfairness. And I think that it, and as Dave Chappelle was explaining, if you listen in his, in his, um, geez, how did I lose that train of thought? In his special, that's the word I'm looking for. It's ne- it was it's never about <coughs> what people are and who they choose to be and what they choose to do. Now, <coughs> excuse me, you can have your own grievances, thoughts and opinions about that. But it always always goes back to race because at the end of the day, people of dark and brown descent Black people are always going to be the inferior race. We're always going to be the ones fighting. We're always going to be the ones struggling until something changes. And as long as we live in a government-run country, the way that it is ran, and the decisions that are made, it is always going to be a challenge for us. And that challenge becomes tiring. Now, do I agree with everything that he said? Absolutely not. (laughs) Are there some, like I said, are there some things where I'm like, could have left that, could have left that one in the um, the, uh, archives there, bud. But do I think that he's 100% wrong for airing out his grievances the best way that he knows how, and that's through comedy? No. He has he spoke on having a transgender friend who ended up committing suicide because not because of what he did, not because of what anybody did, but because her the transgender community shunned her. And she felt so horrible. And that speaks volumes. And I did not know exactly how I wanted to talk about this subject, but I can tell you that sitting here actually speaking on it does make me feel a little bit better just because I'm I'm very passionate in being a black woman and the rights that we have. And I, I have a little black girl and I don't it scares me to death to know the world that I'm raising her in because I don't think that it's gotten better. I think it has gotten better for some. It has not gotten better for us. If anything, it's more fearful, especially as a woman, because we have to worry about where we park our cars at night. It's levels. And I have a love-hate relationship with social media. I say that to you guys all the time. If you guys are always listening to my podcast, then you would know and understand how I feel about it. I have a love-hate relationship because I feel like it's very, very easy for people, to, certain people to be the bad guy in certain conversations when it's just like, no, it's rough. It's just rough out here. So I... Really just wanted to touch base on um, that comedy. It's a lot of other things that he said that um, 
it's a lot of other things that he said that I don't that I agree with some things that I do agree with some things that I don't agree with but I wanted to make this podcast um because I wanted to really shed some light like it was not about just being disrespectful to a community of people it was about race and at the end of the day um and he kept using the terms punching down so um, he had a transgender woman come up to him and say, why are you always punching down on my community? And so he ended his comedy with, I just asked you guys to do one thing, stop punching down on my people, basically talking about black people. So that just lets you know right then and there that that was the whole premise of what he was talking about. And like I say, he, he touched on other things, he touched on other things that I, that I did agree with. And he touched on some things that I didn't agree with. Some things I feel comfortable talking about, some things I don't feel comfortable talking about, just because I'm very big on being honest, but I don't ever want to be offensive, um, and because I don't judge people and the choices that they make in their life. My big thing is always, what you eat doesn't make me shit, so the choices that you make in your life don't have an effect on me unless you are a close family member of mine, in which case it does, but in most cases it doesn't, but when you do talk about black rights, women's rights, those things do touch me and those things do affect me directly. And those are the things that I do feel the most passionate talking on because I'm living it every day. And there was one part in his stand-up where he was having a conversation back and forth and he was talking to a transgender woman and he said, Don't quote me because I'm not quite sure, um, but I'm going to kind of summarize it. And he said something in the nature of, um, you know, every day we're in a struggle, every every day we're we're trying to fight or something like that. And he said, it takes one to know one. Like, I understand. Meaning, what do you think we're going through every day? The struggles for you, although they may be different, and in the eyes that are judging you may be different than the eyes that are judging me for different reasons. But at the at all in all, at the end of the day, I understand what you're going through just like you're understanding what I'm going through because we're both fighting to be equal on different sides. So I highly recommend people to go and watch that um, that comedy special, not just because of the controversy um and not just because of my podcast but I really think if you really pay attention to what he's talking about he actually said he says some things that aren't ignorant funny but not ignorant and um I I hope to have more uncomfortable conversations like this and if you know, I, I it took in, and that's that's the thing about um, social media and stuff is that man, I, I'm so terrified of getting canceled. Cancel culture is so toxic. <laughs> it's so toxic and ridiculous. It doesn't make any sense, but that's the world we live in. And and you, I had a friend of mine tell me you can't say that you're being honest and transparent and living truth, and you're scared to speak on truth because that's who you are. That's your thoughts and your feelings based on your perceptions, based on where you've come from and things that you've seen and what you know. Everybody's opinion is going to be different. Not everybody's going to agree with you and not everybody's going to understand. I do think that it is very important for us as a society to make sure that we're 
open to having those conversations, which I am. So I hope that you guys listening are very open to having those conversations. I hope that what I said didn't go over your head and you have some understanding. Like I said, I will go watch it. It's not that bad. It's not cringeworthy. It's actually funny. Dave Chappelle's funny as hell. So it's not that it's not funny. I do think that he was making a political stance for his people and ain't nothing wrong with that. Somebody has to. <laughs> and, and the way these celebrities are, I get real scared for what we think is important these days. Because all the material things you have can be here today and gone tomorrow. And that's, that's real. And when you have kids, like I'm sure many of you listening do, when you have kids, you have to think about that part. When you start to have kids and you're procreating, you have to think about the world that you are raising your child in. You have to think about the world that you are putting them in. You have to think about how do you contribute to that? How are you contributing to your child's future being better? That's where we're at, people. So I would definitely go on Netflix. Netflix said they, that's it. (laughs) Netflix said, that's my man and I'm going to stick beside him. Because they are not canceling him. They are not taking his um, special off of Netflix. And I, 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 I rock with them for that because why? They've already made their money. Um, so they definitely said, I'm going to stick beside him. <laughs> so it is on Netflix. It is called The Closer. Dave Chappelle, The Closer. Go listen to it. Go not listen to it. Go watch it. I recommend it. I recommend it. From a standpoint of having conversations and talking about things, I, I recommend it. I highly recommend it, actually. Um, so, yeah, I think I've talked long enough. I Again, um, I hope I did not offend anybody. My intention was not to offend anybody. My intention was to share my opinion and my um, perception of what was really the underlying topic and the underlying idea that he was trying to convey through um through um comedy and with that I do think that we cannot be so hypersensitive to every little thing you know how many black jokes you know how many black jokes people say I mean we're not the only ones doing it here So I do think that we have to stop being so hypersensitive. Cancel culture somehow needs to come and go. I don't even know how that's going to happen, but it really has to come and go. Um, It is kind of scary, but um, like I said, when I was recording this, I'm like, please don't cancel me. But I guess I'm thinking like, well, if you cancel me, you were never a fan. It doesn't make any sense. I have, now I ain't going to lie to y'all, there have been some um, YouTubers that I've kind of stopped watching. But that's because their use of the N-word was just a little too fluid for me. I don't think that's being sensitive. I think that we help you make your money, so don't disrespect us. That's that equality thing. So I haven't canceled people, but I have said, yeah, ooh, I don't like that. I think I'm going to take a step back because it says a lot about your character. I think canceling is all about, oh, you said something that made me mad versus oh, you really offended me, and that says a lot about your character because I don't think this is like a one-time occurrence for you. I think this is your thing. Um, and, and as a society, 
we have to learn to tell the difference between the two. And I think that that is the issue and that's what's not happening. We're judging actions versus judging someone's character. Because a person can fuck up one time. That doesn't mean they're a bad person. That doesn't mean that their character isn't in line. However, a person's character can genuinely be fucked up and we can mask that. So you, we have to learn to decipher between the two. I think the sooner that happens, the easier things will flow through. But that's my perfect world that I'm pretty sure we're not in. So I can't even. But that I hope that got you thinking. I hope this episode got you thinking a little bit. Um, I am officially this time actually going to post something on my Instagram. Well, let me tell you something. If y'all follow me on Instagram, if I'm posting something, I'm going to need y'all to be a little bit more interactive because it's just not cute. I be taking my time with my little posts. So y'all got to interact with me. And especially about this subject, these conversations, I would love for you guys to interact with me and really kind of tell me what your stance is and tell me how you feel. And if you understood, did you watch? Did you not watch? Did this make you want to watch? Um, all that good stuff. So with that being said, I am done rambling. I'm done talking. I don't think I'm rambling. I think I said some some good shit. But um, I do hope that this makes you um, think and um, really have some some real conversations with people that you know. With that being said, put up your glass of wine. I have it actually. That's how I know I was passionate because I ain't really drunk no wine this entire time. So let me go ahead and get that going in my throat there. But, um, yes, yeah, so as you guys know, if there is somebody who you think that, well, actually, if there's somebody, normally I say if there's somebody you think's going through this or having this, go ahead, text them, call them, let them know it's going to be okay. But if there's somebody that you genuinely want to hear their opinion or you're curious and you want to ask those questions, hit them up. That, that is what I will recommend this time. Hit them up and say, hey, let's talk about it. Um, so with that being said, I have nothing else to say. Thank you for listening. If you've listened to the end, thank you for listening this far. I truly do appreciate you. It's all love. I love everybody. I just want the world to grow to be a better place instead of being the um, shithole that it is right now because that's how it feels. We can't even get over COVID. It's, it's just too much. It's too stressful. But, um, yeah, so give yourself a hand clap of praise if you are just going through the world, just trying to be a good person to everybody you come across. Um, again, I appreciate everybody who is listening, um, everybody who is watching. Yes, you guys will see what I'm working on. Um, so, yeah, so with that being said, that is all I have. Thank you again for watching and, and listening. And if you guys know that I don't condone drinking or driving, so if you are driving, if you got a water bottle, we can make some shake. If not, get your glass of wine or juice or tea or cola or whatever you're drinking. Hold it up in the air. Take a sip. And if you're all out, then go get you some more wine, please. Thank you. And I'll talk to you all on my next podcast. Bye.